Hey guys, just to warn you that before our episode starts, we have a story in there that might be triggering. It's around non-consensual sex, so just a warning. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Sophie Duca. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence, and we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. I don't know why I did that. I was like, <laughs> do something cool. Instead of saying hey, and I was like, I'm an aeroplane. <laughs> was that an aeroplane noise? Uh, I was like, uh, sort of space invader? I don't know. Yeah, more like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, a spaceship. Babe, but please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. I'm really cool. Uh, <laughs> and I know a lot about space. I'm also a comedian. Uh, couldn't have guessed. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a comedian and a writer person, actress person, but mainly just jokes. Is me <laughs> just that's just for laughter? What 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 have you been up to recently? Like, what where can people find your comedy? Oh, um, the easiest way because I refuse to make a website, and by refuse, I mean haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> is to find me on Twitter, where I usually talk about most of the stuff. And my handle's at Sophie Dukebox. But I host a night called Wacky Racists, which is my baby. I've been doing it for about uh, a year and it's like really, really fun. Mm. Uh, the name is a pun. It's not actually a night for actually wacky. <laughs> actual <laughs> racists. Specifically wacky racists. Nah, it's a comedy night. Uh, and it's got perfumers. Uh, is that like a sort of just like sexual. big legs? Um, it's a night for comed- like platforms, performers and comedians of colour, but also allies. And we play stupid games like um, there's a game called hashtag sorry, not sorry. And there's a game called pin the tail on the honky. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a big, stupid, big fun comedy night in King's Cross. So that's a thing. If you Ooh. get to London, you can see me alive doing that. I do comedy all over the place all the time. Uh, at lots of festivals and going to Latitude and Macbeth in Edinburgh. Nice. And sometimes like pop up doing like writing stuff for people like Mm. the BBC or for Frankie Boyle or lots of of little places. So you do some shit, man. Some shit. You get around. Yeah. (laughs) And you started talking about sex in your latest comedy set, right? Yeah. And the show that I, I wanted to do I'm doing my first, my debut hour, um, which is just a thing that is like presented at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival in August. So most of my year is going to be writing a comedy hour. And it's just, there's so much sex in it. And I'm not someone Love that talk, talked about <laughs> sex a lot in my comedy or even myself that much in my comedy. But now I'm doing my debut. I'm like, oh, this new shit <laughs> about sex, which worries me. Well, sex is also very funny. Yeah. And it never gets boring. 
Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping so. When I've got like my octogenarian <laughs> audience looking for a bit of culture, <laughs> and I'm like, not your wacky no. racist, no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mm. So, what do you think about the stigma that surrounds the number and like how many people that you slept with? Uh, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of a weird thing to have like a number when it's just like what makes it a number i don't really know how far you have to go and with who to make it a yeah. fuck mm-hmm. yeah, i guess so like if you've got loads of like gray area stuff yeah <laughs> like gray pubes or uh, no, yeah just <laughs> you got gray pubes and you're just like living your life um so i think it's yeah i think i think it's silly i think it's silly but i mm. I feel like I have been guilty in the past of being a bit competitive. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got a friend, so I think this is more like when you're younger, or yeah. let's say you're at school. I mean, I wasn't really fucking anyone at school, but like if you're like younger and you're it's still kind of new and you're like, my friend is like me and we have similar experiences. And then you find out that they've been much more sexually experienced than you, or maybe yeah. like much less than you would have thought. Then you're like, oh, is this is what I'm doing not mm-hmm. fine? Missing out. Yeah. Mm. Am I missing out or am I doing it too much? Have I misunderstood? Did I not get the memo? Which is like, <laughs> we're going to do it. Like, take our time. <laughs> like, just like, I want to get on beat. But now I, yeah, now I care much less about what other people are doing. Yeah. Fuck number one. The last fuck. Last fuck yeah. was at Homerton Hospital earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> Name and shame. Uh, I think I can't actually remember her name. I think it was Deirdre. Maybe. <laughs> oh, stop. That's such a like a nurse name. It's was, she, was she a doctor or a nurse? I don't know if she was a doctor or a nurse, but she was definitely like she definitely seemed very skilled. So I think she's let's call her Doctor Deirdre. Like so, this will be protecting her identity unless she that actually was her name. So you were and fucking in the hospital? We weren't fucking in the hospital. I just had an ultrasound and I don't think I drank my two liters of water far enough in because I cycled there, so I didn't want the like saddle of my bike. I don't know. I know it doesn't press into your bladder, but I thought I didn't want to really need to pee on the bike. That would have been unfortunate. So I drank my two liters of water, which you should have before an ultrasound, mm. um, quite close in time to the scan. Mm. And then she said my bladder wasn't very full, where I was like wobbling around <laughs> like like a, one of those. Oh, what are they? They were like full of water, like sort of slinking. Oh, <gasps> yeah. What oh were they called? God. That was like the nineties. Yeah, nineties were yes. really slippery. And... That was the first time I ever oh, really yeah. figured out how to do a hand job. They were just like <laughs> yeah. hand jobs for oh kids. I swear. Yeah, they were. They're so yeah. penisy, and you just like, worry with them. I was obsessed with mine. Uh... <laughs> so wait, how, how did the fucking happen? I don't understand. Oh, so I because I hadn't drunk enough water, or maybe because my my uterus tilts backwards, guys. Oh, uh-huh. fun fact. Um, <laughs> nice input. So she said she, we had to do an internal scan. So she got out a big sort of probe, but it was actually it was more. Oh, I don't know. I've had a, I've had a smear test, and it was more like they put like a warm gel on the top. Uh-huh. So that was kind of more pleasant than yeah. cold speculum. Yeah, cold yeah. speculum. Yeah. But there was like a lot more probing. And then she, I was also like at the end of my period, so I was like, "There's gonna be a little." And she was like, "That's fine." Uh, and Wait, put how, on. I'm sorry. So she put on a little condom. <laughs> I was just about to ask. So, how, how did the sex happen? Uh, yeah, so she 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 strapped up. She did not strap up. <laughs> That's not the term. She like put with a little, her medical penis. With her medical penis <laughs> whacked on this. Uh, yeah, this this it was a condom, and then just like had a little feel. 
Um, she thought I had a polyp. She also had like a really strong uh-huh. accent. And I think I sometimes go so accent deaf. I don't know where people are from. So she was either really, I think she was Irish. She uh, was yeah. Irish. Uh-huh. She was really, really Irish. <laughs> uh, and I loved her accent, but I couldn't understand anything because she was like, part of blah, part? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was, I'm not trying to be offensive to the Irish. I loved her accent, but I was like, I just can't understand anything you're saying to me. Polyps are weird words though. Yeah. I've, I've had a polyp removed yeah, from my intestine. You're not expecting someone to say polyp. So pa- I was just like, polyp? Polyp? <laughs> What's a polyp? Polyp? She, you, she was like it's kind of like a skin tag but inside you're like yeah li- and then she was like li- <laughs> she said lining she i'm not I'm, i am now just like la- laughing at her beautiful <laughs> voice uh it, yeah it wasn't it was yeah very intimate until she needed a second opinion on my polyp and brought in robert um oh, who good came in but was like i Threesome. can't really if i'm not doing it if he's not operating the sort of medical dick <laughs> so he got down and he was quite like he was quite it was rough. like a different like rough but also like there was a quite a lot of like skin contact oh. and i was like this is oh. weird so he fucked you better than the the than <laughs> did, did, did I was, I was, <laughs> yeah it was did yeah he use a condom he did use a condom a new condom i was gonna say oh, oh really a new one yeah so was it she an put actual... everything away oh, and i was just like waited for a while then robert came back but and it Played was um, was it yeah. an actual condom it wasn't it like a rubber in. glove it was an actual condom what what, what happened to the rubber glove what? No, because it wouldn't. Because that's got too many fingers. It just had to go. Over it. It, was <laughs> it was like, like a probe. But like she was a... like, "I'm not going to stick it all up you." Oh, it's not on her finger. No, not on their finger. It's, it's some like reason a thinking that they're magic. Fingering. It's like a sonic, <laughs> sonic screwdriver with a condom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I get it. So yeah, you actually, know, she just put a condom on her fingers. That's what like. I was imagining. And then Robert came in and did the same. Oh wow! No, that would have been probably illegal. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I was thinking, what happened to the just like the little hand glove? The latex glove. I think latex gloves are really sexy. How did it make you feel? Um, Therapy or what? <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was, I don't know. You never want to enjoy it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've definitely enjoyed a probe from a doctor now and again, even in my bum hole. Oh, really? It's just, yeah, it's just the whole situation's really hot. It's annoying because you don't want it to be hot. You're trying to like yeah. crack jokes and laugh and... Mm. This doctor was so serious, and I was like, "Oh, you know, trying to make it lighthearted." He just would never, wouldn't even yeah, give me a pity no. laugh. Oh no! no While his finger was in my bum hole, you've got to. Oh. I mean, I guess he's got like so many. His fingers up so many bum holes that he's like, "I've hurt." Like, yeah, he said it all. I don't want to laugh. He was but... a new doctor. Oh. He had to call for advice. Uh, sorry maybe they just do that maybe they do that if you've got a weird so they're just like oh i just need a second opinion on this part yeah he was so embarrassed so he's like um i'm going to have to rectally examinate you he, he was just so shocked that he's gonna have to do it <laughs> oh, and i was like okay well let's hop to it then you know like really uh, excited and he just wasn't oh nice. he was hot as well god damn it wait why was yeah. yours kind of sexually was it was it did, were you sexually attracted to this situation uh, um i was i wasn't i wasn't officially <laughs> Like the official line is no i mean like they were but they were both kind of hot really yeah but i was also like my health so yeah, i wasn't just like yeah <laughs> uh, and then she didn't tell me when i could get dressed again so i was just like can i get ready and she's like oh yeah sure cool <laughs> just standing there naked just, yeah well from the waist down which is kinkier fuck two the first fuck I so my first time was with a guy called Mr. Wright. 
Stop um, it. Was, yeah. What, yeah. His okay, actual name? Or... His, his name was right, but it was spelled. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, with a W. Because he Your was. First uh, was Mr. Right. Mr. Right. I didn't call him Mr. Right. <laughs> um, I suppose I shouldn't use his full name. I don't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just just like announce. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't really care because he ghosted me. The end. Um, oh, but, oh, get rid. Yeah. The f- but oh. It was fine. It was actually really. <laughs> it wasn't romantic. But at the time, I thought it was romantic. We met at a weird sort of alpine club. Alpine Club. Yeah, it was like it, it was really weird. I don't know if it was officially Alpine themed. And it was around Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. So it was a lock and key party. Okay. Um oh. so What's a lock and key party? Oh, it's a really progressive type of party where all the girls wear locks and all the guys have keys <gasps> and they go around like trying their key in the lock and I guess That it... actually sounds pretty cool. Wait, yeah. How old were you when this was happening? I was, I think I was 17. Yeah. Yeah. Intri- like, I would never have thought of doing something That's... like that when I was 17. But it was it was like an official, like we weren't, we weren't 17 year olds being like, we've organized this. Yeah. Also, it's a bit weird because it's like, what happens if it works and you yeah. don't like them? It's like, they own you. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> I found them. my bike. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of nice though, because you, you're trying it in someone's lock and you must be chatting at the same time. Yeah. You That's have a look. His, his key didn't fit in my lock, but we had like a oh, nice really? chat. And he did some weird like mind game on me. What, he like, he what? did the, like the thing where it's like imagine like a box and like imagine like the horse is standing next. So have you done, like people done that with no. you? No. And then at the end they're like, well, how big the box is is like your ego and like what the horse is is like how you see your lover and like oh. the storm is how you see trouble. Like a it's dream. So like all those things are like what you've seen in the day, like things that like a dream, like a dream. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was a dream. Uh, Mr. Wright was a dream. Oh, um, he wasn't real. Yeah, but he was he was like yeah it was really like i just really liked him Mm -hmm. and after we met at that lock and key party um we then went and had like a day in carnaby street which to me at the time felt like one of those montages in a film (laughs) where like trying on clothes like popping out of stuff and it was all really nice um Mm. he lived in the barbican and he showed me this like secret at the time, like garden in the Barbican. Oh yeah, Wait, I mean in the Barbican. Yeah, but then yeah, we had we had bits of sex. Not in the. I think he wanted to have sex in the garden, but there were too many like little old ladies walking around the Barbican in the middle of the day. Do, do you think that he was a virgin, or do you think he had done this before? I think he'd done it before. The first time we had sex, I don't think it really worked. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit hazy on what happened, but I think maybe he like lost it lost his erection lost his erection mm-hmm. i think but i like didn't know what it was meant to be so i was like yeah this is like fine i'm like yeah and it was you're like, definitely fucking me right now like yeah i feel it I yeah think. i feel like i felt something but like i think it didn't last as long as he wanted it to and then mm-hmm. we had sets of yeah subsequent time <laughs> after we had some like Something that we'd eat, like maybe like he had a toasty maker or like a George Foreman grill. I've not, I've not spoken about this for so long. Uh, but yeah, I remember it was really not, like I felt really ready. Mm. And he was a guy that I just met at a club. I didn't have sex with him that night, but I just met him. And it all seemed really like cute and nice. And I was like, yeah, I was happy with how I lost my virginity. And then he just, yeah. I still have him on Facebook. Uh, so like right what? after, so did you have Block. sex? How many times <laughs> did you have sex before he ghosted you? I think probably, I think not that many times. I think maybe like maximum four times. and Maybe was, two or three. Was this like in a couple Definitely of days or a couple of weeks, months? A couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. 
a few weeks. Ghosting is so harsh. Especially, did he know that he was the person that took your virginity? I don't think he believed me. Uh, because you were so good. Yeah, I, was I mean, say. I don't think I did. I mean, I was like, Bleh. but I think I d- maybe he believed me after we had sex. So I'm like, oh, but um, <laughs> I think he. D- I think I don't think he believed me. I don't know why. Yeah. How did you but feel about being a... ghosted after losing your virginity? Because that's quite like I think when you lose your virginity, you do kind of form some sort of attachment to that person because you're always going to remember them. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't though. We've spoken to people that yeah. have had amazing one night yeah. stands yeah. losing their virginity yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's been an incredible experience. Yeah. But it just depends on how you feel. I kind of, I felt fine about it. Like, I don't know, it was a bit like, oh, but I think it felt like such a random coming into my life, coming into my life, literally, <laughs> um, <laughs> thing that I was just like, meh. I don't know. I, I, I felt quite chilled about it, but he was just like, he's also, he wasn't Mr. Right. He was like a little like new rave goblin. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> new rave goblin. He was, he was just, yeah. Mr. Wrong. Mr. Wrong. Fuck three. The best fuck. I had sex with this girl um, who I like later called um, Beautiful Angel. Uh, like in a, okay, that sounds one really creepy and also just ridiculous. Um, I met this girl at a club night and she was just really cool. Like she, oh God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, she's just really cool. I was like at the night and it's like that point in the night when you're like, oh, I think I'm gonna go home. And then I met her and she was just like so beautiful and so cool. And she was French. Uh, I used to live in France and my ex is French. So I like love speaking to French people anyway. But she'd just been um, in Ghana, which is where my like I've like lived before. And like my dad is from and she's like was like an artist and she'd been like taking like making work, like collaborating with artists there. Perfect on paper, pretty much. Yeah. She was just like really like engaging, like happy and like and I was like okay I guess I'm staying out uh and then um and then we left the club and there was like talk about an after party but it was kind of like exclusive I don't know it was like kind of like a cutie like a cutie park like party Mm. um and she is like white passing so it was like at the time I thought she was white and so I was like oh I'm not like these like people like are quite like so I wasn't sure if she she like could come and then she was just like oh I'll just come home with you but the reason that this uh was the best fuck apart from it being great was that it was um like everything was like so lovely like it was just really nice like don't really know what kiss me- it means but I'm gonna use it it was like a really nice time and I had been uh involved with someone who was not a nice time. Oh no. Uh, and nothing was easy and everything was sort of like fought for and yeah. weirdly like, um, I'm trying to not, rev- I mean, fuck it. But I I, like, <laughs> uh, I think with that other person, I kind of, ex- oh wow. I don't, okay, you know, with that other person, I kind of expected the sex to be different to how it was because uh-huh. of how we were around each other was very... Um, uh, like 
lots of lots of chemistry yeah oh, pa- yeah like passionate and... yeah yeah but then and then it didn't live up to that in the bedroom no but i think <laughs> Wait, is, are we still talking about the best sex well no 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 no, no. but the reason it was the best on? sex is that i had a very like difficult sort of like period of seeing someone who yeah. was who was not it was not easy with oh i see um, mm-hmm. and then having meeting this person and having this like beautiful sex with them and then the next day like there was like sunlight pouring through the window and oh, she was just like such I like a ha- and also it was what it magical. sounds really bad but it was just like one of those things where you just like look at someone while you're having sex with them and just like how is this happening you're just yeah. like yeah ludicrously gorgeous yeah, yeah like the stars of a line yeah and she's really <laughs> nice i'm just like i mean it's like a nice beautiful person who's just like happy and it, it was yeah, yeah it was great so yeah that's that's you're painting in like an incredible beautiful picture yeah. it just, and then beautiful like, man after like she left like walked like me to the bus stop because i was going to like babysit and she like sent me like yeah. a really nice like text like a sunshine emoji i was just like you're Aww. perfect fuck number four the worst fuck um so the worst fuck was when i was in paris in Paris <laughs> and I was I think it was around the time of my birthday and I was talking to a guy in a club and he I think it was like I think maybe we like made out in the club um but he was like quite clean and like we were quite drunk and I was like not really into it so I left the club my friends are going back to a different part of Paris and in Paris I don't know if it's still like this but it's impossible like it's just impossible to get home um and I would never at that time have like taken a like taxi but it's just so hard to like find where you're going um so I was like walking up and down like maybe trying to find a taxi maybe trying to see if there was a bus like none of the metros were open and he kind of um is like oh I've got a taxi Uh and I was like okay Uh (laughs) okay this already sounds like the start of a horror film it's like not a good story um but yeah he's like i've got a taxi and he was like oh you can like take my taxi and like go to your house and i was like okay uh and then already in the um in the taxi i'm like fuck fuck uh and i lived with like four boys four french guys Mm -hmm. so i was just like i really hope that one of them is i don't know if i was thinking that at this point but i was like i hope that one of them is home uh and then the taxi like stopped at my house and I got out, but yeah. he also got out shit. and I hadn't been expecting him to get out. So, so I was just like, shit, him. I didn't invite him. So I was like, oh God, this Already is Already warning <laughs> Yeah. Like... Uh, and then I was just like, I don't, I, I think I was like thinking like, can I just like slam the door? Like getting through like into my apartment, like the fifth floor. And yeah. I was just like, there's four of them. It's like two, like 3 a.m. Like one of them must be home. Um, but I got in and like none of them were home, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, shit!" For fuck's sake. Uh, so then, um, we were we went into like, I also lived in like this weird flat with like five people, and there were like two actual bedrooms, um, and like anyway, so it was like a weird thing. So it wasn't the room that I normally slept in, but it was like a room with a bed, mm. and we went into the room, and we were like doing like stuff in the bed but like he kept on trying to have sex with me yeah. and i was like no like no 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 did you uh, say that yeah i said no yeah um and then 
uh okay so at this bit i don't really remember what happened mm. i don't think but like then i i remember like we went to bed and like in the morning um he's kind of like trying again uh-huh and i think what happened i think the way that like i remember it is that i didn't like i kind of like got tired of like saying no yeah. So I didn't like. I basically just didn't do anything. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah, though. I definitely all been there. We, yeah, you just you don't want to like make the situation worse, so you end up just letting it happen. Yeah, and there's that whole gray gray area around like, was I okay with that? Did I consent? I didn't consent. How do I go about doing this? And it's yeah. it's so important to talk about because yeah. I think it happens to it's people. It's that sort of like deer in the headlights. Like you can't physically get the words out to yeah. say no. You feel yeah. like weak inside yeah. and like you kind of feel like there's like a little tiny you inside your body and you're kind of like trapped there yeah, yeah. Or like i'll just let this be over and then he'll go yeah and i but the, the, the thing the reason i was like i want to talk about it is that like at, afterwards like i was like why is nobody home yeah. afterwards yeah. I, th- I very like much felt like i was trying to like style it out about what had happened to me i remember i had this like vintage like when I say vintage, like from like a shitty like little vintage shop, like this like fur coat, and I think I like it's like quite ostentatious. And I was like, mm. sit. I remember sitting and like wearing it, and he was like trying to talk to me about like when he was going to see me again, possibly, or like talk to me and something. And I was just like sitting there like naked in this fur coat, trying to be like imposing and like sexy or whatever, yeah. <laughs> trying to be <laughs> like really trying cool. to be like this is part of like the net like of me and like Paris and like like this is the thing and like i'm in control of it and i'm really sexy but i didn't yeah. want to um come across as like yeah. a victim in that situation yeah. well nobody wants to come across as a victim because then you yeah. blame yourself for it yeah but it clearly sounds like he had no idea what he was doing mm. he just even though you said no he just didn't it wasn't even a, like a an option for him yeah Which, one, i'm not excusing him yeah, but, at all what one thing that i because i was just like really like no with like my body as well yeah. and this is like oh, for god's sake this is really he should have slapped him but this is this is quite like gra- graphic i don't know because he's a dick but like this is quite a bit like also like so i was just like it's not gonna work because i like don't want it and yeah. then i remember i felt something really cold and it's because he had like some lube with him so he just like used <gasps> oh lube. my god yeah that's one step too far yeah it's like it's about yeah well i mean uh thank you so much for sharing because no it's worries. it's such a hard thing to share and to talk about and to accept in yourself i also think that there's this kind of um confusion around consent mm-hmm. um with a lot of people that don't understand that sometimes you can't say no mm. um but what's weird in your situation is that you were saying no the yeah. whole evening yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of yeah it's i mean you yeah you don't just change your mind in the morning like oh actually yeah yeah this is, this is fine <laughs> but then he like yeah he like texted me for a bit and like i never i never replied to, i've like never spoken to him or yeah, said anything not. fuck number five the fuck that made me um <laughs> i think the fuck that changed my life it's quite hard to think about, but I think one of the facts that I feel has changed my life is that I had sex with my ex on holiday. On a holiday that we took after we broke up. And it was while I Together. was... Yes. People do that. It's so bizarre. It's, cra- it's, it's not... It's wild. It's, yeah. <laughs> it was 
he suggested it. I was like, you are insane. Stop being so French. But because we were in a... <laughs> it's the French peeps. Because <laughs> uh, we were in a long distance relationship. I then was like, it's so hard to come and see each other. There's so much resonances and stuff and people here. And if I go there, there's so much. We go to this neutral place. It's kind of like a closure mm. into Lisbon. A great place to go with your ex. <laughs> um, but it was... The reason it changed my life is that I didn't... I think I did know that we were going to have sex when I booked the holiday, but I didn't know I wasn't going for that, at least not consciously. I was just like, I just need to see you because we don't live in the same place and we only have this closure. We had a really beautiful time and did have lots of sex. Um, But I had kind of started seeing a different guy um, who had been on holiday when I decided to go on holiday with my ex. (laughs) And I told him, I'm going on holiday with my ex. I don't really know what's going to happen. So if you don't want to be part of, because we were seeing each other casually, if you don't want to be part of this, that's fine. And he was like, are you going to have sex with him? And I said, I don't know, which obviously means yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But for some reason, my partner was like, oh, she's probably not going to have sex with him. (sighs) And towards the end of like the five day stay in Lisbon, um, he called me and I was talking to him about his life. My ex got upset about something. So it was being weird, like left the flat. So he was... He heard like a bit of disturbance between us. And then I was like, I'm sorry, I have to go. My ex's name is being really weird. I then resolved stuff with my ex, went out for like a last night dinner. But then my current partner in London is like trying to be casual, sending me texts. I don't have, I don't have what like signals. So my mm-hmm. phone is like not there being like, oh, the little chat, like this is a dream I had. And then don't have sex with your ex. <laughs> For like four oh. days in, like I had it, like and then was really upset about it, and I was like, okay, we need to talk. Yeah. When I get back, um, so I met up with him, and he was when I got back, and he was really heartbroken and hurt and angry that um I'd had sex with my ex, and the reason that I think it uh changed my life is that because I did that, it kind of made me well. We were in a situation where. I then committed to my current partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like so, monogamously. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I don't think I was like wrong to have sex with my ex, but I think it's, I, do, I don't know. I think it's weird, like how powerful sex is, what it means to people and how it, that was definitely the impetus for us getting into this relationship. Mm. So, yeah. Did, did it positively change you in any way? Or was this just like a realisation, like, oh, fuck, I just can't go banging? I think and then there's a miscommunication was, as well. It was a miscommunication. I mean, I, was, I feel like I was pretty clear. Um, <laughs> I'm going on holiday with my ex. I'm going on holiday with my ex. We're going to stay in an Airbnb in Lisbon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel, I still feel like empowered I by the fact that I went on holiday with my ex and like I had like an underst- I have an understanding of this person and I I feel glad that I went I wouldn't reverse that I went I regret the hurt that it caused to my partner but I think it was like I don't know it like it was like kind of a decision that I made and I could see its impacts on things yeah and it felt like I wasn't being passive mm-hmm. so and yeah, I'm not saying the only reason we got together was like, I don't want you to be fucking other people, but it it showed me something that I hadn't really... Cons- I'd never thought that he would care that much about 
Yeah, that. it does and, show that he cares. Yeah. Like, but like sleeping with an ex is quite a oh, tricky <laughs> yeah. situation. Complicated in its own right. Yeah. yeah. Let alone going on holiday with one. Mm-hmm. But then I don't if, think I would ever do that. But if you were, had a long long distance relationship and the reason why it didn't work was because it was long distance and that's mm-hmm. kind of more understandable because mm-hmm. oh, it wasn't like you you fucked each other off or, or someone did mm. anything bad it was mm. just like mm. we have to do this yeah i mean yeah it 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 was it kind of made sense at the time even though it seemed like such a bad idea he did then try and get me back up as well. for fuck's sake So Florence, what have our listeners asked us today? So this week's question is, I'm absolutely head over heels for my current partner. We have amazing chemistry and the sex is too hot for words. The problem I'm having is that I can't orgasm unless I'm fantasizing about porn. I have been watching porn from a young age and it's always how I've masturbated. I want to be able to live in the moment and enjoy pleasure, but I can't seem to get my mind out of porn any advice that's really interesting isn't it so interesting and really honest as well mm. i think i think quite a few people yeah. can struggle from um like separating reality and, and fantasy with porn yeah. especially um i guess like people who have like people that are quite young now have mm. actually grown up with the access yeah. of porn yeah. from a very young age so if you're watching porn for a like since you were a young teenager, like that will just have like infiltrated your mind and everything that you think that you enjoy about sex. Mm. I think that I'm, I don't think I have the same problem, but I think that I've been like, I've, I, I used to have an imagination. I want to use my imagination. I want to not, I think porn seems is so accessible and it's so easy. I think yeah. it's the thing that most reliably for me anyway will be like oh now i feel like i want to come yeah and it's if you're feeling frustrated or horny and you're like short on time i'm very time poor it's like oh have the porn yeah i've tried not watching as much i don't think i ever watched loads of it but i think i've tried to not because i want to i don't want to like desensitize myself to experiences with my partner or the real world i think i think like porn can be healthy and stuff yeah but i think if you're finding it difficult maybe it is better to try and go yeah, without it that's what i was thinking but not beat yeah. yourself up I if was... you're just like oh like I'm yeah i have think a snack. it would be either like trying to quit porn um for at least like a couple of months and see how that goes or like trying to get into a different style of like erotic uh stuff that like does something to your imagination and like gets you off like either like start reading like erotic literature stuff that like involves your imagination more Mm -hmm. i would think there's so much out there now that like people are expecting things in the bedroom that Mm -hmm. just don't happen in real life because what happens in porn is not reality like a lot of the time it is all just like with like positions that don't actually feel good in the bedroom like the way you treat each other is different than it is in real life mm. um and like yeah. it, things get like super super kinky and like if you're watching that at like a young yeah. age it just be terrible like i talk yeah. a lot about in if there's new show that i'm ready <laughs> i talk about how like yeah you're trying to well like for me i'm just like this is like the way that you're going to experience desire you haven't had these experiences yet yeah like one of the things that's like and also i think which you guys might be able to like verify 
I was just like, I think loads of people, I think I read a study about it, but loads of people watch lesbian porn, whether or not they're actually queer women. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because it's so fun. and i I was always just like yeah like it's crazy like because i spoke to some other women i was like they watch it as well but then now i'm like oh i am actually queer so it doesn't apply Mm -hmm. yeah but like they're just like two women having sex and then one woman will like swivel the other woman's hips so that her vagina is facing the fourth wall and (laughs) everyone's just kind of like tilted to the side so you can get the best angle and that's not how you have sex for like no you should never like learn your sexual techniques to be posing and like thinking about what you look like i read about like people thinking like yeah they don't like the angle it's, they look it's a movie you know, you know they're making yeah. a film it's, yeah. it's all planned it's all set out like sometimes it can be sexy and sometimes it isn't it's just a performance yeah um i mean i definitely have a problem or i know that i've had a problem with porn but i've definitely separated masturbation and porn with sex yeah. but even then there could be a lot of anxiety around worrying about porn especially yeah. if you don't need to worry. Like I think about porn a lot when I'm having sex because I'm trying to concentrate. I actually want to come. I want to enjoy myself. And I, I don't just think about myself in the moment. I do think about a situation, not all the time, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's also putting a lot of pressure on yourself saying, oh my God, I shouldn't be thinking about porn. I should be thinking about yeah. the person I'm with. And that's, that's not to say mm-hmm. it's true the entire way through. Like it's great if you live in the yeah. moment, but- And it, those sort of thoughts stick with you. Yeah, it, it's absolutely fine to just- yeah. And think about a sexy it sounds scenario. like they're really attracted to their partner or the person that yeah. they're having sex with it's not yeah. that they don't find them attractive so if you're enjoying what they're doing to you and the situation you're in and you're yeah. also thinking about a scenario that's i don't know that yeah that sounds yeah. more like yeah mm. it could be more of a problem like i i think maybe like definitely take the steps to like remove porn mm. from your life and then also if then it's still a problem, then I would definitely think about talking to a therapist just because mm-hmm. talking through things with someone else will help remove it as a problem and start like, you'll just Process. have like a better understanding mm-hmm. of it um, to put it in a different light. Yeah, but breaks are great anyway. You did that with toys, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like sex toys. It's the same with like having a break from social media if you're finding yourself on it too much. Yeah. And, you know wanting to do it for yourself is so much easier than just being forced to or feeling like you have to just being like okay i will take a break from this for a time being and i know that it will help have have belief that it will help fucking hell florence baby give me that worst story so my worst sex story would be with this guy that lived with me for about two months And I had been over him for a while, but I was waiting for him to figure out his life. Mistake. And one morning he woke up and started kissing me and then went down to go kiss me all the way down to my chest and my stomach and got to my white shorts. And at this point, my eyes were closed and he said, oh shit. And I opened my eyes to see that there was a trail of blood from my chin. (laughs) to my white shorts on my vagina he had had a nosebleed and did not feel it he then said well it's okay it just looks like period blood and that was the last time i have seen him wow i I was really expecting that to go down the period blood route yeah Yeah. because it was white shorts i was like yeah that's yeah always white shorts always white pants and white shorts or trousers anything blood related it's I think it's always white, but nosebleed. <gasps> uh, 
and the fact that he was a mistake anyway. Yeah. Oh. But then nosebleeds, I just don't like. Period blood isn't that bad. We've been brought up to think that period blood is so embarrassing, and oh my god, if you leak, it's the end of the world, and it really shouldn't be. No. And it should be the same with nosebleeds. Like my my boyfriend, he gets nosebleeds all the time especially when we're doing sexual stuff because it's a drop or a change in temperature body yeah. temperature or mm-hmm. and that's what changes it he used to get nosebleeds all the time I'd, probably every time we had sex there'd be a nosebleed at some point yeah um but that's just i kind of like the fact that he made it a little bit jokey but it definitely came across like <laughs> a bit of a dick move <laughs> yeah oh it's just period blood yeah like, no you fucking bled your nose all over her yeah <laughs> stay into the white shorts yeah oh i'm so sad about the white shorts i was like they're so cute the precious oh, white know. shorts oh. well unfortunately it is time for us to wrap this up and fuck off fuck off <laughs> our favorite part of the podcast yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being here sophie yeah you've been amazing and thanks for sharing some really really heartfelt and and scary stories i think it's it's important to hear yeah definitely, every aspects of definitely. sex where can our listeners find you they can find me as i said at sophie duke box um is the best place to find me on my twitter and yeah i'd just love to see people in person you can find out my gigs there but also yeah. search wacky races on facebook if you're anywhere near London, you come to come to that. Or if you're if you're at a festival with comedy this year, you will probably see me there. Yay! So, yeah. oh, we'll be watching out for you, sexy pants. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. And good luck tonight as well. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. up to <laughs> headline again. <laughs> Bye. Much oh, love. Oh, and oh, also fuck. everyone, remember to subscribe. You always forget this and just leave just... advice and give us a rating and yeah, share us and all that and send in your stories. DM them to us. <laughs> <laughs> on instagram follow our instagram follow sophie's instagram yeah, yeah. please do <laughs> can i say bye now yes you can bye. say bye now bye, bye.